One and one from Dylan Dodd. Pitch coming, and Cruz swings, hits it in the air to deep left center field. Rosario will go back. He will watch, and it will go. A three-run homer for Nelson Cruz. No doubter to left, his second of the year, and the Padres do cash in those back-to-back singles. It's 4-0 here in the third. Nelson Cruz, a six-RBI day as the Padres beat the Atlanta Braves 10-2 as the Padres have won three straight games after losing the series opener of the four-game set on Thursday. Padres bounce back with wins on Friday, Saturday, and here today to take three of four in Atlanta. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Sunday evening. What a nice game for the Padres here today. Ten runs, 13 hits, no errors for San Diego Atlanta two runs eight hits and no errors the big story Nelson Cruz three for four a triple shy of the cycle six RBIs home runs for Hassan Kim Trent Grisham as well Seth Lugo was very good six innings one earned run given up he picks up the win bullpen allows one run in three innings and all in all a very very good game for the San Diego Padres and the bottom line They did something to the Atlanta Braves that the Braves did not do all of last season, and that's lose three consecutive games at home. And for all the concern after Thursday's game about the bullpen, about the Padres getting off to a bit of a slow start this year, the Padres bounce back with three really impressive wins, a one-run win on Friday night, a win yesterday 4-1, to and the Padres were all over Rookie starter Dylan Dodd here today. Padres offense did exactly what you would have wanted them to do. And Nelson Cruz, his most impressive game as a San Diego Padre, the 42-year-old, a triple shy of the cycle, six RBIs, and a three-run home run as well. A lot to do on our post-game coverage coming up. We'll go back to Atlanta, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll also play back the highlights from this one. A lot of offense to tell you about, a lot of analysis. We'll take your phone calls coming up later in the post-game show as well. A lot to do as we recap a really good series win for the Padres. No doubt about that. And now the Padres, 3-1 and one on this seven-game road trip. It does not get much easier going to New York to take on the New York Mets Monday through Wednesday, but you got to be feeling good right now as the Padres improve to six and four on this very early season Braves drop to six and four as well so these two teams now even as far as the records and the Padres did really everything well tonight once again a feel-good night in Atlanta as the Padres will now head on off to New York City we'll come back with the highlights go back to Atlanta hear from Bob Melvin and much more to come on our post-game show we get it all rolling when we come back on the Padres radio network Our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network continues. The Padres beat the Atlanta Braves 10-2 in Atlanta at Truist Park. Padres win three straight games to win the series, take three of four from the Braves. A very good few days in the ATL for the Padres. Really, really impressive. Padres, again, 10 runs, 13 hits, no errors. Atlanta, two runs, eight hits, and no errors. A big offensive day. Good starting pitching, good bullpen work. This game had everything for the Padres. You have to be very happy if you're a Padres fan with the way not only this team played the last three games in Atlanta, but 
how they bounced back after a really tough loss on Thursday, a one-run defeat, and then bouncing back to win a, a, a one-run game on Friday, uh, then a 4-1 to win on Saturday, and a 10-2 win here on Sunday. And I'll, I'll give you some notes on the guys that hit the home runs tonight in a second. But one of the more impressive things the Padres did here tonight, they jumped all over rookie left-hander Dylan Dodd, who did a really good job against the Cardinals in his major league debut. He just wasn't as good, and the Padres jumped all over him. They were hitting balls hard all night long. At one point uh, in the fifth inning, the Padres had already hit, and this was before some of the hits. They had already hit seven balls of 100 miles an hour exit velocity against Dodd. So, again, you can look at the exit velo stuff. It tells you a lot about how hard the Padres hit rookie left-hander Dylan Dodd. Before we get to some of the highlights, and again, we will go back to Atlanta in just a little bit here from Padres manager Bob Melvin. I want to give you some notes here on the guys that hit home runs just to put some of this stuff in perspective. How about this? In 2022, it took Trent Grisham 47 games to hit his third home run of the season He has three home runs in his first 10 games of 2023. So he's hitting the ball harder. He's hitting for power. Trent Grisham, no doubt, off to a much better start this season than last season. How about Hassan Kim? The home run he hit, if you saw it, it was on ESPN tonight. Hopefully you listened on the radio. And if you did watch on ESPN, you paired up Jesse and Tony to the TV. But you might have seen the home run. It was on an off-speed pitch. And Kim really had to go down and get it scoop it off the ground, and he hit it over the left field fence. The pitch was .82 feet above the ground. This is from Sarah Langs on Twitter. The great Sarah Langs does a fantastic job. The .82 feet above the ground, that was tied for the fifth lowest pitch hit for a home run, tracked by StatCast ever since 2015. So he really went down and got that pitch. Couple of notes on Nelson Cruz. Six RBI game, three hits, a home run, a triple shy of the cycle. The 10th time in Cruz's career that he had six or more RBIs in a game. Just a great day for Nelson Cruz, who, let's be honest, has been really, really good so far for the Padres at 42 years old. Really, really impressive what Nelson Cruz has done. Again, Padres win it 10-2 over the Atlanta Braves. We have still a lot to do on our postgame show. We'll go to Padres manager Bob Melvin here. Hear his thoughts from Atlanta coming up in just a little bit. We will take your phone calls. We already have a couple coming in. Uh, We will take them a little bit later in the show. If you want to call in, hang out on hold for a little bit. You're invited to do so, but it's uh, going to be a little bit until we get to the calls. Phone number to call is always 833-288-0973. As always, you can chime in on social media. Would love to hear your thoughts about tonight's game, about this series in Atlanta. Tweeted us at 973thefansd or on my Twitter at SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. You can also find me on Instagram at SammyLev there as well. Same handle, TikTok, SammyLevitt. If you want to uh, send me a message on Instagram or TikTok, let me know where you're listening from, your thoughts about this series. Please do. I'll read some good thoughts over the air if we get them. And yesterday, I got to say, we got a few really, and even pregame today, we got a few really nice photos of where people are listening to our Padres pregame and postgame coverage from around the country. Take a photo. Where are you listening? I mean, we had a, a guy in a truck. We had somebody at a Dairy Queen. We have somebody in their backyard. Take a photo. Let me know where you're listening from. It's uh, it's always great to uh, see where everybody is 
uh, especially here on this Sunday, a celebratory Sunday as the Padres win three straight in Atlanta. They take three of four from a very, very good Braves team, a team that won more than 100 games a year ago. I mean, that lineup for Atlanta, it is not easy to get through. And tip of the cap to Michael Waka and Seth Lugo, who were both very, very good both yesterday and here today. Let's get rolling. Take a listen back to some of the highlights from tonight's game. After a scoreless first inning, the Padres got a big night of scoring started in the second against Braves rookie starter Dylan Dodd. Jake Cronenworth doubled to start the inning. Hassan Kim was next. First pitch on the way. Hassan swings. He sends one to the gap. This time left center field. Hilliard going back. He's not going to get there. Hit the wall. Cronenworth rounding third. He's on his way. There will not be a relay throw to the plate. Jake slides in feet first, and the Padres take a 1-0 lead on back-to-back doubles by Cronenworth and Kim. We're going to stay on the offense for a while here. Just know Seth Lugo is doing a really good job on the mound at the same time. More on him in a little bit. In the third, Xander Bogarts and Manny Machado started the inning with a couple of singles. With one out, it was Nelson Cruz. One and one from Dylan Dodd. Pitch coming, and Cruz swings, hits it in the air to deep left center field. Rosario will go back. He will watch, and it will go. A three-run homer for Nelson Cruz. No doubter to left, his second of the year, and the Padres do cash in those back-to-back singles. It's 4-0 here in the third. Let's go to the fourth inning. Padres still leading 4-0. Trent Grisham led off. Trent Grisham leads off, hits the first pitch of the year to deep right center field. This one is way back. Gonna go! Home run for Trent Grisham. Another one way out of Truist Park here in Atlanta and a loud start to the fourth inning. Padres in front 5-0 on Grisham's third of the year. All right, let's go to the fifth inning. Padres still leading 5-0. Juan Soto collected his second hit of the day with a well-hit leadoff double to right center. Nelson Cruz was next. Going to Cruz again. This is hit in the air down the left field line. Over towards the corner, Rosario, and it drops down in fair territory. Soto rounding third. He'll come in to score. And on a ground rule double, Nelson Cruz into second base with another extra base hit, another RBI, and now 6-0 Padres in the fifth. A couple of batters later, it was Ha-Sung Kim against Braves reliever Lucas Litge. 2-2, that's golfed in the air deep down the left field line. Short fence out there. Rosario to the wall. He will leap up, and he can't make the catch. Might have hit off his glove. It goes over the fence, and it's another home run. Padres have gone deep for the third consecutive inning. This a two-run shot for Kim, his second of the year, and it's 8-0 in the fifth. Braves got a run on a couple of hits and a fielder's choice against Seth Lugo in the bottom half of the fifth inning to make it an 8-1 game, but the Padres answered in the top of the sixth. Andrew Bogarts drew a one-out walk against Litke. Machado singled, Soto walked to load the bases. Yes, who was next? Ah, Nelson Cruz. Cruz breaks his bat, flares one into center field. That'll get the job done as well. Bogarts has scored. Machado's on his way. Bobbled by Hilliard in center. A two-run single for Nelson Cruz. He has driven in six tonight. And now a 10-1 Padre lead. We're so excited about what Nelson Cruz did. We're we're just we got to get the highlights out. Cruz a two RBI single, six RBIs in the game for Nelson Cruz. What a night for him. Meanwhile, the other big story became Seth Lugo. He was really good. Lugo allowed just that one run over six strong innings. He did walk four. That was the only blemish for Lugo. Lugo struck out five and was in line for the win. Domingo Tapia replaced Lugo in the bottom half of the seventh inning. Tapia walked the leadoff man. 
He gave up a couple of singles, hit a batter, but the only damage was a Matt Olson RBI single to make it a 10-2 game. Nabil Chris Matt came on for the eighth inning, allowed a two-out single. That was it. And then Chris Matt with a 1-2-3 frame in the ninth inning put on the finishing touch to a series win. One and two, Adrianza swings, skies one out into shallow left field. Machado back, Soto in. Juan gets there near the line in fair territory to make the catch, and the ball game is over. Padres take three out of four here in Atlanta, and the Braves have lost three straight in this building for the first time since 2021. That's right, the Braves losing three straight at home. At the hands of the Padres, great few nights for the Padres as they win it by a final score of 10-2 on this Sunday evening in Atlanta. Again, the final totals for the Padres, 10 runs, 13 hits, no errors. And for Atlanta, 2 runs, 8 hits, and no errors. Seth Lugo, the winner, he improves to 2-0. Dylan Dodd takes his first major league loss. He drops to 1-1. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little while from Atlanta. Stay tuned for that. We'll also give out our nightly awards. We will take your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. A lot more to get to on this celebratory Sunday here in San Diego, Padres take three of four from the Atlanta Braves. I'm Sam Levitt. Our post-game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. Our post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Final score on this Sunday, the Padres 10 and the Atlanta Braves 2. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us as we recap this one. The Padres winning their third straight in Atlanta. Padres improved to 6-4 and four on this early season. Braves dropped to 6-4. and four. It was... You know, an interesting series in Atlanta for so many reasons. And by the way, in just a moment here, we'll uh, head back to Atlanta, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. You don't want to miss that. But it was an interesting series on a number of fronts. Number one, the first two games of this series were really good. They were really entertaining. It's what you expected between two National League heavyweights going back and forth. On Thursday night, Braves win it in their home opener in walk-off fashion, 7-6. Padres bounce back the next night and win it 5-4. The bullpen did a, did a good job in that game. Honeywell, Garcia, Hader combining for four and a third scoreless innings out of the bullpen. And then the, the next two games, the final two games of this series, were a little bit different, and each of the games were different. Last night, Waka, terrific, six scoreless innings. Padres got enough offense, clean defense, Just one of those classic, well-pitched, clean defense, enough offense type of wins. And then here today, the Padres simply took advantage of the Braves' pitching situation. And it's something Jesse and Tony talked about during the broadcast. Braves on the pitching side dealing with a lot of injuries right now, which means they're relying on some really young guys at the very start of this season, one of which was tonight's starting pitcher, Dylan Dodd, who was pretty good in his major league debut against the Cardinals, but this is a different kind of lineup. And the Cardinals have a good team. They got a good lineup, but 
I would bargain that the Padres have more star power and, and can be even more dangerous, and that's obviously without Fernando Tatis Jr. even. And the Padres, they were all over him. I mean, the first inning, a two-out single, but after that, the Padres get a run in the second, three in the third, one in the fourth inning, three in the fifth inning. In that inning, they knock Dodd out and get to the Braves' bullpen, two more in the sixth inning. So from the second through the sixth inning here tonight, Padres had 10 runs. That's what they get here tonight. And Nelson Cruz, terrific, terrific. Three hits, a home run, triple shy of the cycle. In fact, he didn't even uh, really get a chance to go for a, a triple in his final plate appearance because he got hit by a pitch. Oh, well. And then great pitching as well. Lugo was really solid. Six innings, one run given up. That's quality start bullpen between Tapia and Krismat. They protect a big lead as, again, the Padres win their third consecutive game. They take three of four in Atlanta. Let's go back to Atlanta. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's win. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Was that exactly what you needed from your offense and Seth Lugo? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we pushed Seth a little bit. You know, went over 100 pitches today, but six innings really was what we what we really needed. So, two from Krismat, one from Tapia, and you know, games like this, we can get our bullpen uh, back in order a little bit. And then the offense, obviously, you know, innings two through six, really good. A lot of pressure, big hits, runners in scoring position. Nelly had a big night. Good game to end the series. Just how veteran was that by Seth? Knowing what he had to do without. Obviously, he wasn't anywhere near as sharp as he probably would have liked. Yeah, the first pitch strikes weren't there, but he was, you know, still getting out, so it just kind of pushed his pitch count up a little bit. But, you know, he's a bullpen guy who knows what a, what a staff needs. You know, bullpen guys are very aware of that. So when he went out for the sixth, he, he was hell-bent on finishing it. Um, that was probably going to be his last batter anyway. He gets a double play ball, so he came off with a big smile on his face knowing that, you know, he really really helped the bullpen out. How important was it to take three out of four against a good team? Yeah, it was good. You know, we had a chance in the first game, too. So in every game, that's what we talk about. We want to be in every game. Um, we haven't had, I don't think, any like this this year. Every, everyone's been kind of a dogfight. So to be able to put a little distance, you know, we have the ability to, to score a bunch of runs and, you know, at times, you know, get these type of games. So it was nice to finally get one. You probably could have been happy with the, with the split, but what does it say about these guys to come out here and, and really kind of – pour it on from the outset yeah no look we you know they had a young pitcher going um you know there's a lot of times you really don't know what to expect and you go up there first time around you know probably has a little bit of an advantage but once we got the second time around it was you know we got really good swings off them so no whenever you have a chance to win a series against a team like this three out of four it's big how do you put into context what nelson's doing at, at his age I'm not going to put the context age, but he's doing very well. He's got nine, nine RBIs for us already right now. So, you know, trying to get him some good matchups. Um, you know, I think he felt really good about the surgery he had and seem, seems to be seeing the ball a lot better. So, you know, we'll be able to match up with, with Carp and, and Nelly. You know, there's some production there. If he keeps doing this, though, could he work his way out of just, like, the very favorable matchups into more playing time? We'll see. You know, we want to get favorable matchups for Carp too. And, you know, with 
we go back to the age thing. Those are guys that you don't want to run out there every day. We want to keep them healthy and keep them all both productive. How do we feel about Hassan's um, home run? You seem like a sick of golf swing or something like that. Hassan has the ability to hit homers. You know, he's hit 30 before and you know, in Korea. So, um, you know, he's, he seems to be getting better every year here in what he's doing. And I think the power is probably the next step for him. Uh, he definitely has the ability to hit double digit home runs here. What have you learned about Nelson? The way he goes about his business and takes care of his body. Yeah. I mean, if you're that age and you're still productive like that, you know, and, and revered, the guys revered around the league, everybody has such respect for him. But it comes down to still being productive, and, and he is, you know. He, he is for us, and, you know, we're trying to, like I said, trying to keep him healthy and get him good matchups, get him through a year and have another good year for him. He's here for a reason, and, you know, we appreciate that. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from Atlanta. Padres win this game by a final of 10-2. to two. You heard a lot of good stuff there on Nelson Cruz, on what Seth Lugo did here today, and Padres manager Bob Melvin talking about uh, the quality of these wins, no doubt about it. Look, it's early in the season. Braves are dealing with injuries. They had to throw two rookie starting pitchers in this series. We understand that. But bottom line is this. Padres went across the country on the road against a very talented team that won 100-plus games a year ago. They had a heartbreaking loss, an early season heartbreaker on Thursday, and bounced back really nicely. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday got good starting pitching, got much better bullpen work, and... This lineup, which we have talked about for months, the potential of what they can do, really did some good things. I mean, really did, and they're hitting home runs as well. Ten runs on 13 hits in tonight's win, four runs on eight hits yesterday, and then on Friday, five runs on seven hits, uh, hitting some home runs, passing the baton at times, all without Fernando Tatis Jr., and Look, tonight, Soto had a couple of hits. Machado had a couple of hits and a run scored. Bogart had a hit, a walk, and a couple of runs scored. And then the cherry on top is what Nelson Cruz did tonight and what he's done. Three hits, the three-run home run, triple shy, the cycle, six RBIs. You cannot ask for anything more from Nelson Cruz. He's been very, very good so far, and especially here tonight. We'll step aside here in our post-game coverage on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we will take some of your phone calls, I promise. I know we have a few callers waiting on hold for a while now. We will get to those. Phone number to call, we're going to start taking them when we come back. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973. And again, if you want to chime in on social media, you can do that as well at 973thefansd or at sammylev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Same handle on Instagram. If you want to shoot me a message there on TikTok, Sammy Levitt, shoot me a message uh, with your thoughts about today's game. Would love to hear from you, and uh, we'll get that rolling, give out our nightly awards, and uh, the out-of-town scoreboard, all that good stuff coming up as well. Again, the final score, Padres 10, Braves 2, the final. Padres win 3 of 4 from Atlanta. Our post-game coverage continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Another Padres winner in Atlanta. Padres beat the Atlanta Braves tonight 10-2. Padres win three straight in Atlanta. 
taking three of four from a very good Braves team. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios on this Sunday evening. Appreciate you joining us as the Padres win this series. And really, in reality, we're very close to sweeping this series. They almost won that game on Thursday night. This could have very well been a series sweep. And look, it's early. We understand that. Padres, really, before the last three games, it hadn't been a great start to the year overall. But this was a really big series early in the year. Now, we'll see how they do as they go to New York to take on another good team in the New York Mets on the road. This East Coast road trip continues. But you you can't look at this and, and say it's not a really good series win. It is. This early even, three out of four from the Braves, especially with the way it started, some of the concerns about the bullpen after Thursday's game. This was a really good series win. Again, just to recap, in case you're just joining us, Seth Lugo, six innings, one earned run given up, 109 pitches. He picks up the win. A big offensive day, home runs from Nelson Cruz, Trent Grisham, and Ha Sung Kim. And Nelson Cruz led the offense here tonight. Six RBIs, three hits, a triple shy of the cycle. Bogarts had a hit. Machado had three. Soto had two. Cruz had three. Cronenworth had one. Kim had two. Grisham had one. Plenty of power in there as well. We will take your phone calls here coming up in just a moment, so stay tuned. I know we have a number of folks uh, waiting on hold, so hang with us for a second. We will run through a bunch of phone calls here coming up. A couple of shout-outs to get to. Rob listening from home right now. Uh, We've got uh, plenty of others uh, tuning in, tweeting in with uh, photos. Michael listening from the hotel after enjoying the game at Truist Park in Atlanta. I like it. I like it. Great stuff there. Hope you enjoyed the game and now enjoying a victorious post-game show. Uh, very, very nice. Thank you for tweeting in. As always, you can tweet at us at 97.3TheFanSD or on my Twitter at Sammy Lev. We'll get to your phone calls, more analysis for you in just a moment. But first, let's take a look at some of the players that went deep around the major leagues with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at the home run hitters today around Major League Baseball. 27 home runs hit around the majors today in Why not quickly run through them all? Baltimore, Adley Rutschman had a solo home run. For the Red Sox, Tristan Cassis had a solo home run. For the Cubs, Edwin Rios, a two-run homer. Colorado, Elias Diaz and Jerkson Profar had a couple of solo home runs. A two-run shot for Chaz McCormick. For the Houston Astros, the Angels had four players hit home runs. Hunter Renfro, Shohei Otani, Logan O'Hop. And Brandon Drury. For Miami, Brian De La Cruz and Garrett Cooper went deep. For Milwaukee, Willie Domus and Christian Yelich had a couple of solo home runs. Two homers today for the Yankees, Aaron Judge, a two-run shot and a solo home run. Franchi Cordero also had a two-run home run. For the Phillies, Alec Bohm, a two-run home run. For the Padres, like we said, Cruz, Grisham, and Kim went deep. For the Giants, Michael Conforto, a two-run homer. Cal Raleigh, a two-run homer for the Mariners. For Tampa Bay in an 11-0 win over Oakland. Wander Franco, Brandon Lau, and Harold Ramirez all hit home runs. Lau's was a grand slam. And for the Blue Jays, Matt Chapman, a grand slam. All 27 home runs hit today around the major leagues. A shout-out to our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, who is 
helping me out greatly by uh, assembling these lists, doing a great job uh, with some of our producing uh, here on uh, the post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. Now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game... Gotta be Seth Lugo. Terrific here tonight. Six innings, one earned run given up. Five hits. He walked four. That was the only thing he probably would have liked to improve on. Some of the control at times. Struck out five, 109 pitches, 65 for strikes, but plenty good enough to win and to protect a big lead. All night, Seth Lugo, six innings. He's off to a really good start in his Padres career. Seven innings, one run in his first start. Six innings, one run in his second. So combined, 13 innings, two runs given up. You'll take that, no doubt. Very good start in the brown and gold for Seth Lugo. Taking a look at how he did it tonight, interesting as well. Out of the 109 pitches, 37% curveballs, four-seam fastballs at 31%, sinker at 22, threw a slider a handful of times, one changeup. But we know Seth Lugo, he will throw that curveball a lot. He's got one of the best curveballs, the highest spin rate curveballs in the game. And it was working. So not not surprising that when Lugo does well, you will see him throw that curveball perhaps more than he'll throw the four-seam fastball. Because when it's working, he can be really, really effective. And once again, Seth Lugo was very, very good here tonight. Again, the final score, San Diego, San Atlanta, two. Padres improved to six and four. Braves dropped to six and four. Padres win three straight in Atlanta, and they win three out of four in this four-game set against the Braves. All right, let's go to the phones, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, if you want to call in, 833-288-0973. Let's kick things off tonight on the postgame with Julian, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Julian. Welcome to our Padres Radio Network postgame show. How are you? How are you in Champagne, Sammy? How are you doing tonight? <laughs> doing well. Doing well. A nice win for the for the Padres. Three straight wins. And uh, we're not at the uh, Champagne time of year yet. But, hey, I'll tell you this. This is the kind of series, these two teams, where uh, a team could be popping champagne in a series like this come October. So uh, not hard to imagine that. I mean, hey, you take an NL East team with, that's, in, uh, that's a contender, I would say that's also champagne, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I called in to talk about Ludo a little mm-hmm. bit. So I was wondering, um, you know, I mean, obviously listen to after the uh, postgame, Ludo put a, a great, uh, great outing. But I was really, after the fifth inning, I was wondering what's going on with after 90 pitches letting him go. You know, you, you expect that out of a Mets pitcher maybe, but I don't know. It, it kind of looked like he was kind of relieving pitcher status. or I, I'm not too sure. It's just Lugo definitely got it out for us, but I'm not too sure. I mean, how do you feel about Lugo? So, so Julian, are you're, you're asking about him throwing 109 pitches and, and kind of – uh, being extended and and finishing that sixth inning is that where you're going? That that that's pretty much where I'm going. I yeah. don't know what what exactly Niebla and maybe Melvin were thinking. It's just really like you really let him go a, a long distance, and 
second well, outing in the Padres uniform that that's a far that's a far that's a far that's a far uh, far way to go. Yeah, well, look, Julian, I I appreciate the call. I understand the concern. Um, you know, he, here's what I'll say. Look, it's no secret Seth Lugo is coming off a year where he was completely a reliever. We said it in the pregame. He had not started a game since 2020. It's no secret that in the big picture of this season, Seth Lugo is being asked to do something that he hasn't done in a while, which is be a starting pitcher for for a full 162-game season. Now, as far as the pitch count here tonight, he throws 109. Maybe it's a few more than I would have expected. But I'll tell you what, Julian, his first start, he threw, how many was it? 93. Um, I think the Padres, A, look, they're not going to, have Lugo throw more pitches than what they're comfortable with in his second start. So I'm not concerned about it really at all. Okay, I know that. They're, they're not going to put Lugo at, at any risk in that department. I think a couple of things played into it. Number one, Padres had a big lead at that point in the sixth inning. I mean, they already have a 10-1 to lead in the bottom of the sixth inning. So you had the luxury to let Lugo go and try to finish the inning. And if he can't and the pitch count really gets up there and it's above 110, then you take him out. They had a big lead, so they had wiggle room to work with. Here's the other thing. The Padres were without Luis Garcia and Josh Hader in the bullpen tonight. And there's no day off before tomorrow. You've got another big series coming up against the Mets, three more games. By the way, there's no day off here uh, for 14 more days. They're in an 18-game and 18-day stretch. So you don't want to be using, especially tonight when you didn't have certain guys available, you didn't want to be using more relievers than you needed. And tonight it ended up being Tapia for 30 pitches, Chris Matt for 27. You got the nine outs you needed with just two pitchers, which in my opinion is a win for the Padres. Hey, there was no doubt when Chris Matt came in in the eighth inning that Melvin wanted to. He wanted two innings out of Nabil Chris Matt. There was no doubt, I think, in anybody's mind that he was asking Nabil to get two. So, look, 109 pitches, I don't think that's like a crazy pitch count for even a second start of the year. And, and I can nearly guarantee the Padres are not allowing allowing Seth Lugo to throw more pitches than what they anticipated. You know, and, and that number may be flexible. Maybe the number was somewhere between 105, 110. He threw 93 pitches his first start. So you knew tonight it was going to be able to uh, to be over 100. Um, you know, Waka threw 95. Martinez threw 101 on Friday night. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Now, if the point is, just to go back to Julian's, you know, I think the point he was making there, if the point is that Lugo in the greater scheme of this season, is going to have to build up to a, a number of innings that he has not been at in a long time. That's true. I don't know that the Padres are really worried about that right now or if they're, you know, focusing on, oh, he threw, you know, a few more pitches than what we thought he'd throw tonight. I don't know that that it gets down to that kind of detail at this point in the year. All the questions about Lugo, just in the sense of him you know, getting to an innings number that he hasn't been at in a while. Look, those are fair, but those are big questions over the course of this season uh, that I don't think you worry about right now. He's a starting pitcher. He's in your rotation. He's pitching well, and you're going to treat him like a starter, like you normally would. And uh, look, 109, not outlandish to me. And uh, he did a great job, so good for Seth Lugo. Let's go to Brandon in La Mesa calling in. Hi, Brandon. 
Doing well, Brandon. How are you? Great. Yeah. Um, just wanted to call in and just talk. You know, it's been a, it's been an interesting you know week and a half. You know, kind of everybody getting their feet wet and kind of solidifying where the rotation is going to be. Even though we've had to kind of shuffle everything up a little bit. You know, and ideally we would have had Darvish earlier, and Musgrove mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten hurt. And, you know, all these things, and we've been, we've been able to do pretty well. And I, I like to kind of think of the season in 10-game chunks, you know, kind of how you do in the first 10 games, the next one, because you, you really can't split it up however way you want. Yeah. You know, 6-4 and four is pretty decent. I mean, considering we're sitting on top of the division right now, you do that, you know, through 100 games, you're 60 and 40, you're 20 games above 500. So, you get a lot of people calling in this week all worrisome about, bullpen or about the lack of hitting to start the season it's like come on like we've got so much baseball to play and what's so neat is all the guys that we've signed are the ones that are picking it up right now because you've got Cruz, you got carpenter they did great this this series as a dh you've got lugo and you've got waka which are putting things together the way they should be um we haven't even gotten manny really started with the power yet and you got kim picking it up with the power I'm liking the way things are kind of fitting in because we're not reliant on that one through four so much. And it's nice to see that we can kind of persevere over the little hiccups that we're learning are, are could potentially be the things that we're not as well suited for. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I just think this is going to go. Well, I think we lost. Oh. All right, Brandon, we lost. All right. We lost you for a second, but uh, appreciate the call, Brandon. Good stuff uh, all the way around there. Appreciate the call. We lost Brandon's connection there for a second. Um, Look, Brandon has reason to be excited. And look, I think all in all, good start. Yeah, six and four. Could have been even better had you won on Thursday, had you held on to a lead on Tuesday. You could be even better, but all things considered, Padres aren't whole. We know that. Musgrove, Suarez, Fernando not there. We get it. Darvish not all the way built up, but, you know, six and four is not a bad start. And, again, a really good three wins. And it could have been a sweep. It was really close. I mean, the Padres were in command on Thursday. So, uh, uh, look, not a perfect start. You know, what do you call it, a great start six and four? I don't know, but a pretty good start here, and especially considering how things sort of felt on Thursday, especially with the bullpen and, Losing a tough one. This was a very good series and a very good bounce back Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Gives you some confidence. And uh, just uh, before we go to break here, another point that Brandon brought up, just top through bottom, I think you have to be happy with what this offense is doing. You have a lot of guys contributing. Like Trent Grisham, what he's done so far has to give you some confidence that he's going to have a much better offensive season. Ha-Sung Kim, couple of home runs already. Having a guy like that in the bottom half of the order, significant. Uh, Soto, another two hits today. That's good to see. Xander's been really good. Manny hasn't hit for the power yet, but he's getting on base. And look, Cruz, it's been really good. It's been awesome. And Carpenter's had some moments. So really one through nine and some of the bench pieces. And it, it's it's been a good start. Has it been perfect? No, but it's been it's been good. And we'll see what the Padres do in New, in, uh, in New York. 
uh, over the course of the next three games. All right, we got some more phone calls to get to. We'll get to those on the other side of the break. Uh, Jacob, Kathy, some others uh, calling in. We'll get to those. Uh, get your phone calls in during this break, 833-288-0973, the phone number. We'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you about our player of the game, get you ready for tomorrow, and more. Our post-game coverage continues. Again, the final score, Padres 10, Braves 2 on the Padres Radio Network. Post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score here tonight in Atlanta, the Padres 10 and the Braves 2. A good night for the Padres, no doubt about that, as the Padres improved to 6-4 and four on the season. Braves dropped to 6-4 and four as well. Big nights for Nelson Cruz, 6 RBIs. Maybe he'll be our player of the game coming up. We're going to find out in uh, just a moment. And uh, home runs for Grisham, Cruz, Hassan Kim, Seth Lugo. Six innings, one run. Picks up the win as the Padres bounce back after really a, an early season heartbreaker on Thursday. Bounce back with three re- really good wins against a really good team. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, can you argue the Padres are getting the Braves at a good time here with some pitching injuries and such? Yeah, you could argue that. But... Padres can't control that, and the bottom line is you go on the road across the country against an 100-plus win team from a year ago that has everybody back and has tons of talent in this lineup. I mean, they're not they're not dealing with many injuries in the lineup. Uh, Michael Harris II, you know, injured himself that first game of the series, but Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Albies, I mean, the list goes on and on. The dangerous guys in this lineup, and the Padres did a really good job on the pitching side of things, especially last night and here tonight, really held this offense in check, and the Padres uh, win this final game of the series by a final of 10-2. to We will get to more of your phone calls here, I promise, in just a moment. Hang with us, 833-288-0973. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight, we will go with Nabil Krismat. Two scoreless innings out of the pen, got the final six outs. Faced one over his minimum, one single given up in the eighth inning. That was it. And you know what? For Nabil, who struggled a bit the early part of this season, it was good to see Nabil throw up two scoreless innings with a big lead, no trouble, no drama, just uh, two scoreless innings. So Nabil Krismat, our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. Now, let's tell you about our player of the game in this 10-2 win. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. One and one from Dylan Dodd. Pitch coming and Cruz swings. Hits it in the air to deep left center field. Rosario will go back. He will watch it. It will go. A three-run homer for Nelson Cruz. 
no doubter to left, his second of the year, and the Padres do cash in those back-to-back -back singles. It's 4-0 here in the third. 0-2 oh, to Cruz again. This is hit in the air down the left field line. Over towards the corner, Rosario, and it drops down in fair territory. Soto rounding third. He'll come in to score. And on a ground rule double, Nelson Cruz into second base with another extra base hit, another RBI, and now 6-0 Padres in the fifth. Padres up by seven as Cruz breaks his bat, flares one into center field. That'll get the job done as well. Bogarts has scored. Machado's on his way. Bobble by Hilliard in center. A two-run single for Nelson Cruz. He has driven in six tonight. And now a 10-1 Padre lead. The obvious choice for tonight's player of the game, Nelson Cruz. A six RBI day, a triple shy of the cycle. Big day for Nelson. Big part of today's game and today's win. Nelson Cruz, our player of the game. It was the 10th time in his career that Cruz had six or more RBIs in a game. His career high was eight RBIs all the way back in 2011. He did it in 2012 as well. But six RBIs here tonight. Really impressive from Nelson Cruz, who has been a significant contributor when he's had opportunities. I mean, the numbers so far for Cruz, just so you know, he is 7 for 20 so far in five games he's played as a Padre. couple of home runs, nine RBIs, 11.31 OPS, a couple of doubles. I mean, at 42 years old, I mean, he, he's been exactly what the Padres needed. I mean, he's a guy, we said it all spring, right? The role was going to be, at least at the start, was going to be against left-handed pit, pitching, be the DH. And what did he do tonight against the left-hander? Hit the baseball hard. Did what he's supposed to do Why he signed him. Carpenter's had his moments too, but the Cruz side of the platoon has been very, very impressive so far. Big night for Nelson Cruz, our player of the game. Every Sunday is Military Sunday, and we want to take time to recognize and thank all military members for their amazing dedication and service. San Diego County Toyota dealers, proud partners of the Padres, are honored to support San Diego's military community. All right, let's go back to the phones. Again, if you want to squeeze a phone call in, you can. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Let's go to Jacob, who's calling in from El Cajon. Hi, Jacob. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you loud and clear. All right. I I listen in on the radio all the games. I don't have it on the TV, but I heard that Hassan Kim home run. And I wanted to know, I caught it on the replay, but how low was that pitch? Because it looked like it was almost in the dirt. Yeah, it was really low. In fact, Jacob, I can tell you, it was 0.82 feet off the ground. And believe it or not, that's tied for the fifth lowest pitch hit for a home run since 2015 when they started tracking those kinds of things. I guess before that, wow. nobody was looking at that stuff, but it was less than a foot off the ground and Jacob if you go back and, and look at the replay uh, of it uh, on TV yeah I mean it was an off-speed pitch I think it was a slider that he hit and he went down and he golfed it out I mean he, he scooped wow. it up uh, nearly off the dirt so Jacob it was impressive and hey for Ha Sung 10 games in a couple of home runs very nice yeah that's why the city of San Diego loves Ha Sung Kim yeah they do I mean I'll tell you one of the the really good moments Cool moments. The early part of this season after the walk-off home run on Monday night was the entire yeah. crowd chanting, Ha Sung Kim, Ha Sung yeah. Kim. It was, it was really cool. He's a fan favorite, 
and uh, does a lot of good things for this baseball team and, and had a big moment here tonight, one of a couple of hits. Remember, he had the, the, the uh, RBI double in the second inning to get the scoring started, too. So Ha Sung had a big night. Yeah. yeah right. I got to go get me a Ha Sung Kim jersey now. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Jacob, I'm going to hold you to that. Come to the loft uh, at Petco yeah. Park inside the Western Metal Building. I want to see you in that jersey. Come say hello. Thanks for the call, Jacob. Yeah. Appreciate it. Have a good night. No problem. You too. Good night. All right. That's Jacob calling in. Let's go to Kathy, who's calling in from Los Angeles. Kathy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Sammy. I started my day off in Palm Desert, and I was in a grocery store out there, and some, I was wearing my Tatis jersey, and some, one of the uh, techers said he wanted to yell, cheater, when he saw my jersey, and I was just like, okay, because he's a Dodger fan, and well, you know what? Listening to the game on the... Uh-huh. Yeah, well, soon enough, uh, look, Fernando is going to hear some stuff on the road. That's uh, inevitable, but uh, he's going to have a chance oh, yeah. himself to uh, quiet a lot of people with his play on the field. And, you know, he's, he's looked good in spring training and has had some moments at uh, AAA El Paso so far. So hopefully uh, hopefully Fernando will have the opportunity to, to quiet uh, some of the uh, opposing fans coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, and I can't wait to see that because, you know, tattoos, I've always loved tattoos. I mean, obviously, because I'm wearing his jersey and stuff, but um, it just cracks me up that that's their only, you know, comeback about him is that supposedly he cheated. And it's just like, you know, just wait. Just wait until you see him on the field. And the fact that the Dodgers lost, what, three in a row to Arizona – yeah, they lost three in a row. Yeah, it was a rough series in the desert for the Dodgers. So uh, we'll get into the out-of-town scoreboard here in a second. But good days uh, for the Padres last few, bad days for the Dodgers. So I know the Padres fans out there, they'll be happy about that too. Exactly. And, you know, hopefully these last three days have, have kind of helped these people that were losing their minds on Thursday. Yeah, it was kind of tough to see them, you know, uh, lose that game Thursday night and after especially after losing at the last minute on Wednesday. Yeah. But hopefully this will kind of, these last three games will show us, hey, I don't know if it was because of the World Baseball Classic that they had to kind of gel again as a team, but I think they're starting to gel again as a team. Yeah, certainly looks like it. And Kathy, appreciate the call. Certainly looks like it uh, bouncing back the way they did after Thursday with three really good wins. And they were all a little bit different, right? Friday, was a one-run win. You were just hoping the bullpen could hang on. The bullpen was asked to get 13 outs on Friday. They did it. Yesterday, Waka was great. They get it to Hayter in the ninth inning. Very clean, well-pitched, just enough offense, good defense type of win. And then here tonight, they just simply beat up on a rookie starting pitcher. That's what they did. They beat up on Dylan Dodge. Second major league start. First one went pretty well. This one did not. He gives up seven earned runs in four innings in a third, and the Padres, let's be honest, this kind of lineup against a rookie starting pitcher making a second major league start, this is what this lineup should do more times than not in that situation. And we saw we saw the Padres really struggle at times last year against rookie starting pitchers they'd never seen. The names Ryan Nelson come to mind, Dre Jameson come to mind. That was not a guarantee last year when this team faced rookie starting pitching and they did much better here tonight against Dodd. The game against Schuster on Friday, four innings, four earned runs given up, but they got right on him 
in the first inning. I'll tell you what, that's like kind of an underrated good sign for this team. The fact that here in 2023, they're doing a lot better against rookie starting pitchers, guys they haven't seen, which as we've talked about many times presents a, a unique set of challenges when hitters have never seen a pitcher, but they've been much better in that department so far. So good win for the Padres again, the final Padres 10 and the Braves 2. Want to get to uh, a few more shout-outs here. We've got Manuel tweeting in, listening from Tijuana. Manuel, thanks so much for tuning in. We've got, uh, who else here? Uh, we've got uh, Dietz on Twitter, a beautiful photo of the ocean. I don't know where that is, but that's where you're listening to us from. I'm jealous. It looks beautiful, beautiful sunset. Thanks so much for tuning in. Glenn saying, uh, listening on the same patio several drinks later. Glenn was listening to the pregame show as well. Appreciate everybody tuning in. These have been a lot of fun. I'll be honest with you. First uh, week and a half or so, 10 games of the year. We're getting great interaction, great social media, great calls. It's uh, You can feel the excitement. You can feel the love out there for this team right now. Again, not a perfect start at 6-4, and four, but especially considering the way this road trip started, a very good start as the Padres win three straight in Atlanta, take three of four from the Braves. Now let's take a look at what went on around the major leagues today with one final look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. The Reds beat the Phillies 6-4 in Philadelphia. Jake Fraley, a go-ahead three-run home run in the ninth inning in that one to propel Cincinnati over Philadelphia. The Red Sox beat the Tigers 4-1. Rob Snyder had a go-ahead single in that game, but Tristan Cassis had a solo home run in the ninth inning to finish that one up. Boston wins it 4-1. The Tampa Bay Rays, big story in baseball right now. A perfect 9-0. and And they beat up on everybody. I mean, they're just out here just routing people. I mean, it's it's impressive. 11-0 over Oakland today. Brandon Lau, grand slam in the fourth inning. Harold Ramirez had a two-run home run in the fifth. They are 9-0, the Tampa Bay Rays. How do they do it there in Tampa? Unreal. Pittsburgh beats Chicago. The White Sox 1-0. Jack Suwinski, former Padres prospect, gave the Pirates their lone run with a sack fly. In the bottom of the second inning, that was it. Only run scored in this game. The bigger story from this game, O'Neill Cruz on a very awkward collision at home plate, fractured his ankle. And there was a, a benches-clearing incident from it. Cruz really didn't slide. You can watch the video. It's just kind of awkward. He doesn't slide, and he just kind of tumbles in. Benches cleared. Catcher wasn't happy about it. Nobody was happy about it. But uh, the, the biggest part of that was Cruz, a very talented young player, fractured his ankle. And now I would imagine we'll be out a while here. So unfortunate news for the Pirates. Yankees beat the Orioles 5-3 to in Baltimore. A couple of home runs for Aaron Judge. Two-run home run, solo home run. The Astros beat the Minnesota Twins 5-1. to Chaz McCormick, 2-5, two two-run home run, four RBIs total in that game. Miami beat the New York Mets at City Field 7-2. Brian De La Cruz, a three-run home run in that game. Starling Marte came out of that game with a neck strain after colliding at third base with Gene Segura on a stolen base. Milwaukee beat St. Louis 6-1. 
Willie Adamas, a two-run double in that game. Christian Yelich, a solo home run in the Brew Cruise win. The Rangers beat the Cubs 8-2 at Wrigley Field. Marcus Simeon, a two-run double. Bubba Thompson, an RBI triple in that game. The Guardians beat the Mariners 7-6 in Cleveland. Will Brennan had a big game, a game-tying two-run double in the ninth inning, and then a game-tying RBI single in the 11th inning. Then Josh Bell walked it off with a fielder's choice to give Cleveland a 7-6 win in 12. The Rockies beat the Nationals 7-6 in Colorado. Charlie Blackman hit a game-tying RBI single in the sixth inning in that one. Ryan McMahon, a go-ahead walk with the bases loaded in the sixth inning as the Rockies hang on for a 7-6 win. The Giants beat the Royals 3-1 in San Francisco. Wilmer Flores, a go-ahead, or I should say an RBI double to tie the game in the eighth inning. And then Michael Conforto, a go-ahead two-run home run in the bottom half of the eighth inning to beat the Royals 3-1. Wild game between the Blue Jays and the Angels. Toronto wins it 12-11 in 10. Matt Chapman hit a grand slam in that game. Kevin Kermeyer, a go-ahead double in that game. Gave Toronto an 11-10 lead. Toronto goes on to win it 12-11 in 10. Arizona beats the Dodgers again, 11-6. The Diamondbacks win three straight against the Dodgers over the weekend. Nick Ahmed, a two-run single. Haven Smith, also a two-run double for the Diamondbacks. So good news all the way around. Dodgers losing some, Padres winning some. It is way too early for me to read standings. I'm not even going to do that. Ten games in, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Ten games in, I'm not, I'm not looking at standings. That, that that just comes back to bite you. Looking at standings, ten games in. It, it, we've got to be, I mean, at least 25, 30 games in before I read a standings on this uh, pre or post game show gotta be not 10 games in all right uh, taking a look ahead to tomorrow game one of a three-game series in new york city the big apple padres taking on the new york mets right-hander you darvish on the mound for the padres right-hander max scherzer on the mound for the New York Mets. That is a very good pitching matchup. A couple of veteran right-handers that have had great careers. Darvish against Scherzer. Won't want to miss that one tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow here on the West Coast at 4.10 p.m. Our Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 3.10. Very much looking forward to that one. Interesting series. Padres playing well. A rematch of the wild card series a year ago. Mets won't see Joe Musgrove this time, but a good starting pitching matchup to kick it off tomorrow with Darvish against Scherzer. Taking a look at the final totals in this game in Atlanta here tonight. For the Padres, 10 runs, 13 hits, no errors. They left on five. For the Braves, two runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on 10. Winning pitcher, Seth Lugo. He improves to 2-0. Losing pitcher was Dylan Dodd, who drops to 1-1. The time of game here today, two hours and 50 minutes in the crowd at Truist Park in Atlanta, 40,138. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 410 here in San Diego. Pre-game show starts at 310. Certainly hope you can join us. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, calling in. Great time, as always. 
Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 10 and the Atlanta Braves 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.